This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, November 15th, brought to you by the American Association of Crop Insurers. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downley. Here's today's headlines. Democrats warn of farm cuts. Conaway confident. NAFTA withdrawal worries. Reg reform. Ag data updates. The fight over tax reform is heating up on Capitol Hill. Democrats are using a new analysis from the Congressional Budget Office to warn that the increase in federal budget deficit allowed by the GOP tax plans could devastate farm programs. According to the CBO analysis, the programs subject to the automatic cuts aren't large enough to accommodate the $136 billion in cuts that would have to be made. Republicans can get around the problem, but they'll need some Democratic support in the Senate to waive the pay-as-you-go budget rules. Conaway, confident cuts can be adverted. The existing rules would require eliminating all spending on commodity programs. That's the word of National Farmers Union President Roger Johnson. He says tax cuts for the highest income brackets should absolutely not come at the expense of programs that protect our nation's family farmers and ranchers. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway, fielding questions about tax reform on his Facebook page, acknowledged that spending cuts would be devastating. But he said, I'm not going to agree to that. He said he was confident that Congress would waive the budget rules. U.S. ag groups plead for no more threats of NAFTA withdrawal. As negotiators prepare to meet in Mexico City for the fifth round of NAFTA talks, farm groups and agribusiness companies are pleading with the Trump administration to stop threatening U.S. withdrawal from the trade pact. Some 168 ag groups and companies have signed on to a letter to governors of all 50 states asking them to implore Trump to stop the threats that are creating uncertainty for farm commodity exporters as well as importers that rely on reliable supply and demand. Any consideration of withdrawing the U.S. from the 23-year-old NAFTA pact, even if the intention was to reinstate a new deal before the current one expires, would be devastating, the groups write. They say notice of withdrawal from NAFTA would result in substantial harm to the U.S. economy generally and U.S. food and agriculture producers in particular, their letter says. It continues. It would also trigger a substantial immediate response in commodity markets, as market-specific focus would turn to a scheduled return to trade-prohibitive tariff rates. Contracts would be renegotiated or canceled. Sales would be delayed or lost altogether. Able foreign competitors would rush to seize our export markets, and litigation would abound even before withdrawal took effect. USDA targeting 140 regulations. USDA will soon reveal a series of regulations it plans to repeal or at least revise. Rebecca Adcock, USDA's regulatory reform officer, told lawmakers yesterday that the department identified about 140 regulations to overhaul or kill and that some of them will be listed in the administration's updated regulatory agenda, which could come out any day. She didn't provide any specifics on the rules being targeted, but the department has released a list of career employees and political appointees who led the review. For the latest on NAFTA and the USDA's regulatory reform effort, plus details on the House and Senate tax bills will affect agriculture, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter hitting inboxes today. Author joining lawmakers to demand farm bill reforms. 
Michael Pollan, author of the bestseller Omnivore's Dilemma, will be on Capitol Hill tomorrow to join lawmakers in calling for major changes to farm bill programs. Pollan's appearance is sure to guarantee more reporters and congressional staffers show up for a news conference and a subsequent forum being sponsored by Representative Earl Blumenauer, a Democrat of Oregon. The organizations that will be represented at the events include the Union of Concerned Scientists, the Humane Society of the United States, and Food Policy Action. For a look at how Pollan's previous efforts to reform our food system within the Obama administration turned out, you might review an October 2016 opinion piece in the New York Times. A link of that is available on the text version of today's Daybreak. Ag data certifications lag. Nine mostly small companies that use farmers' electronic data have gotten certified so far under a new system intended to guarantee transparency and how the information is handled. Todd Jansen, whose Indianapolis law firm oversees the certifications, told the Senate subcommittee yesterday that many more companies have indicated interest in becoming certified but haven't followed through. This is a very important issue, he said at the hearing, chaired by Senator Jerry Moran, a Republican of Kansas. The certification program followed a 2014 agreement between farm groups and agribusiness companies on core principles for collecting and managing ag data. The signees were all encouraged to participate in the certification process. Participating companies must answer 10 questions about how they store, use, and transfer the data and submit their answers to the evaluator for review. The firms that have gotten certified so far include Growmark Farmer Cooperative and Bex Hybrids. Purdue to universities. Don't expect more money. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue has a warning for public universities. Don't expect the federal government to make up for cuts in state spending. That was the message he took to the Association of Public and Land-Grant Universities at their annual meeting yesterday in Washington. He said he believes in the mission of land-grant colleges. After all, he's a product of the University of Georgia, but he told the group to take his message back to their state appropriators. He said the federal government is not in a position to step forward two steps if they take two steps backwards. Let them know that we want to be partners, but we don't want to be the senior partner, if you understand what I'm saying. No longer can they depend on the federal government to just totally replace any kind of funds that were lost through the local appropriation process, according to Purdue. Here's today's She Said It. This is not simplification. It's incredibly complex. That's Senator Claire McCaskill, a Democrat of Missouri, on the GOP tax reform bill in the Senate Finance Committee's debate. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, November 15th, brought to you by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.